0: Block Talk Radio. Ready to kick your ass out of the world.
1: Host 12 Kyle. Once again, this is Dead in Sports. The phone number to call in 646-478-0356. Again, 646-478-0356. This is an interactive show. We ask that you're not, just listen to the show. Be a part of the show. Participate in tonight's discussion. A couple of ways you can do that. You can log into our chat room. The chat room is always open. And it's always interactive. Create a profile for yourself and participate in tonight's show. Or you can hit us up on Twitter, at Dead End Sports. You can also follow us on Facebook as well. Phone number to call in, 646 356 So without further ado, let me give you the backdrop on tonight's show. Uh, Spur of moment type show, type deal here. Uh, we had a surge today. Uh, so many wheelings and dealings. Um, today, a record was set in the NBA. 37 players were traded in the NBA, as I mentioned, setting a new NBA record. Um, guys like Reggie Jackson, Goran Dragic, and Kevin Durant, excuse me, Kevin Garnett, uh, just to name a few. So we're going to talk about it for the next hour. You've got it locked in right here to Dead End Sports Uh, So without further ado, let's bring on the crew. Got to bring in uh, the mastermind behind the operation, Professor X of the crew, my man Ken. Ken, what's going on?
0: Hey, what's going on, Kyle? Chilling, chilling, man. What's up with you? Oh, man, um, you know, man, just just settling in, man. Um, Here to talk about everything that that kind of went down today. You know, I know you mentioned it it was a – it is kind of a rather – uh, impromptu show that we're putting together, man. But, you know, after today's events, man, I, you know, it's something that I know we all talked about earlier that, you know, we want to kind of uh, interject, you know, our thoughts and opinions when something of significance happened as we right. saw today. I mean, you know, who, whoever, who would have thought that Kevin Garnett would actually go back to Minnesota? And um, and if you think about the trade deadline, you know, over the last few years, it's it's been kind of dull, so today we finally had, you know, like, like some real trades was actually taking place that could impact where teams actually finish in the uh, in, in the hunt for the playoffs. So um, a crazy, crazy day, and I, I got to say it was very, very exciting. So I'm glad to kind of talk this out, you know, with you all and kind of figure out, you know, what what's what's going to take place from here and who won and who lost. So, uh, so yeah, man, I'm here, man, and I hope everybody uh, check it out and let us know what you think, too, man. Uh, you know, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, you know, everywhere, man. Just just let us know what you guys think. But uh, we're here. We're going to give you our thoughts, so um, let's do it.
1: That's right. That's right. Phone number to call in, 646 Let's go to the beat maker of the crew, my man, Beasy. Beasy, what up, though? What up? Man, I can't
2: believe I got this going on. Damn how to get away with murder. You know my show coming
1: on Thursday. <laughs> man, it's crazy, man. And uh, you guys know, man, I was out, I was out in the streets, man, hanging out. And y'all called me back. So I was like, all right, I'm running, I'm running away. I can get back to the crib. We can do a quick show. No big deal to me. Uh, somewhat yeah. inebriated, so pardon the, the, the slurred words. Uh, <laughs> and last but not least, let's bring in the point guard of the crew, my man FIFO. FIFO, what up? What up, what up? what's going on, man?
3: Right, no, finishing up some food.
1: No doubt, no doubt. All right, so we let's get into it, man. Like I said, we only got an hour, so uh let's get into it hot and heavy, man. Um uh, like I said, NBA trade deadline happening today at 3 p.m. A lot a lot of names coming off the board, a lot of things happen. Um I guess let's start right there, man. Um before we get into winners and losers, cause we're going to talk about winners and losers on the um on the trades. Uh, but let's start right there. What was the biggest for you, BZ, What was the biggest trade that happened to you? What do, what do you think, you know, kind of stood out to you more than anything else? Um,
2: uh, biggest trade. Well, I will not really say if this is the biggest trade, but you know, this trade just hit home for me. I guess because it's the home team. But um, I'm surprised that um. Man, 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 he gave up on DJ Augustine for uh, for uh, Reggie Jackson. I'm, I'm I was kind of I was taken aback, but I'm glad I'm glad that they didn't go for that Joe Johnson crap, you know, for, uh, <laughs> the first round, you know, draft picks and stuff like that. But I, I'm definitely happy with that. And um, yeah, so I, I, you know, Reggie Jackson, you know, for DJ Augustine, you know, I I don't, and I look, not taking no away from Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson proved that he can ball when um. When Westbrook was out with the injury, he proved that he can,
4: mm-hmm.
2: you know, somewhat be a starter in the league. But I, I it maybe it's just a team, but it, it don't seem like Reggie Jackson is not the playmaker or point guard like DJ Augustine is. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think it seems like DJ Augustine kind of fit better with the system that we were playing with. But I could be wrong. We can see what Reggie Jackson was go, is going to do because he always wanted to be a full time starter in his league. And you know, Reggie Jackson, here's your shot. So let's see what you can do. If he can, if he can take the Pistons to another level and make them an age 7, or 6 seed in the playoffs. you know, going into the playoffs, then, you know, kudos to you. But I was like, eh, you know, I like D.J. Augustine. I think he's a better playmaker than, than um, Reggie Jackson, but it could just be the, the system that he's playing in. So, you know, but, but of but, course... But, for but home,
3: here's the thing, B. You,
5: you over here talking about D.J. Augustine. He's not a, he's never been a starting point guard in the NBA. So, it, it's no, really but but,
2: but he's but he's looking he's looking all right with me you know with the Pistons right now and okay and he looks good like Jarrett, with the Bulls yeah that's what I'm saying so I mean it, he but good. he's not I a starting
5: point guard but he's not a starting point guard in this league man let's be honest
2: is he, Reggie Jackson he, he, though but is I think so he more so yeah. More so young. I don't know, man. I mean, you know, just because we, we see what he can do with OKC, it, like I said, it probably was that system. He probably he probably been good with that system. That's what made him look good. He might he might start with Detroit, and it might not look good. It might be – It might not. That's you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I can't be like, oh, yes, we, we good. We got us a point guard. Like, I can't be, like, a sure thing. I, you. I like I like the way things was going with DJ Geography. That's all. And like, like I said, not taking nothing away from Reggie Jackson. I'm not taking him away from me. He's a baller, so I just want—I mean, I'm just going to sit back and watch and see what's going to happen these next what 29 games, 29 games left to go in the regular season.
4: Mm-hmm. And,
5: and we never know, man. It might, it might be the the James Harden thing. Who thought that James Harden was going right. to score 40 plus in his first game in Houston? He scored 40. Right. I think his first two three games, you know, when he first started with
2: Houston a couple of years ago. So we don't know. Maybe right, maybe, we maybe don't maybe know. Is that guy? Yeah, maybe he is. Right. Maybe he is. So yeah, we, we shall see.
1: Exactly, exactly. The phone number to call in 646 356 Uh what about you Fifo, what what uh what trade today stood out for you?
5: Man, so many trades. I I knew I knew it was going to be like this cuz this is really two years worth of trades in one day. Cuz last year Yeah, right. It yep. was supposed to be a lot of trade and nothing happened. Zero yep. happened. So this year you know, it was bananas. And think about all of the trades that happened even before the trade deadline. You know, and, and people getting signed like Amari. But um, to me, I think I you know I don't know about the like the biggest, uh, but I think the most interesting for me was letting Rookie of the Year go and Michael Carter Williams.
2: Thank you, thank you. That right. was
5: very God. interesting. I didn't but see that coming. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, but it was very telling that Michael Carter-Williams was on the trade block on draft night. You know what I'm saying? So, That's true. so I, That's I think a good that point. that was a good interesting. Point. Um, they finally moved on him um, and K.J. Uh, McDaniels, which yeah. I love and I, and I like and I like that Houston got him too. But th- wasn't it not me a couple weeks ago saying that all of these pieces that Philly has, are not going to be there. They're not going to be there. Now, the one piece I thought was going to be there was Michael Carter. Me, too.
4: That
5: definitely
2: surprised me. That surprised me out
5: of me, too. But I'm I'm so interested to see now what Jason Kidd does. Because obviously he's shown, Jason Kidd has shown that he is an NBA coach. Mm -hmm. Let's not get it twisted. You may not like how he's gotten his job. But guess what? He's gotten his jobs, and he's proven in both places that he's coaching this league. So I really want to see how, you know, he's been able to elevate Brandon Knight's game. And I want to see how what he does with Michael Carter-Williams. And then just think about the length that's on that team now. Because now you're talking Jabari, Giannis, this guy. All of those guys are long. You know, and who's the other guy, too? Um, The tall lefty. um, Big man. Dang, it's I can't remember his name. Yep. John Henson. 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 Man, these man, that's the longest team in the East, man. And it's not even close. So I think I think that's the one that kinda it, it, it really stood out because it, it really shocked me. I was not anticipating Michael Carter Williams
2: getting traded.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. I, I think him leaving and coming back. I mean, excuse me. Them, them moving him was was major because nobody saw this coming. What about you, Ken? What
0: what uh, what trade stood out to you today? You know, I didn't know KJ McDaniels was was moved until uh, a few minutes ago. Um so that was kind of shocking to see uh Philly uh, you know, um just just offload a lot of their pieces. So, um I can't make sense of it. I I'm not following them like that. Um so, uh, and I'm sure we'll we'll get some some special insight on that later, um, in, in the show from from Q uh, if you get a chance to call in. But um, I think the one that got me, man, we all knew that that Drogic was going to be moved. I had no idea he was going to Miami, and they really got him for uh, well, they got rid of two first round picks, and with the way Miami planned, those could be. Uh, significant picks, depending on what they do, uh, you know, moving forward. But nah, outside those, of
5: those – picks, Those picks are going to be irrelevant because Miami doesn't really have any first-round picks until about two or three years from now because all of those first-round picks were moved to acquire Bosh and LeBron um, four oh. years ago. So it's okay. really operating with, you know, future in mind. But, um, but you know, Dragic is 29, man. So, you know, and he gave up a younger player. So it's interesting.
0: Yeah, but I, I think it's easy to say he's an upgrade over Norris Cole, right? Of course, I, you know, of course. And um, Chalmers. Yeah, and Chalmers. So, and and we know that they've struggled at that position for the last four years plus this year. So to mm-hmm. fi- and they needed another piece because Bosch and Wade could only do so much. So to get a guy like like Drogic, like I, I call him the big two and a half, <laughs> and people. You know, saying I'm insulting Drogic, but you know,
5: no they, no no, they're they're big three because that other half is yeah. from white side.
0: Right. The oh, oh you talking about Whiteside. Okay.
5: Yeah, he makes that other half, bro.
0: You know and 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 man, that's a whole other story, man. I, I feel like I could talk about that <laughs> you know, within itself. But but that was surprising man because I think I think Miami needed a weapon. And they needed somebody at that point position because cause Drogic is on record. He was on record today saying he he plays the point. He wants to play the point. He didn't want to be the spot-up shooter that Phoenix basically was turning him into. He wants to come out and make plays and, and really run an offense. And I think Miami was in dire need of that because we all know what Chalmers is. He makes some boneheaded plays and, and Cole. Cole, Cole can play, but it, his role is not suited for really being what Drogic is. So I didn't see him going to Miami, and I think that really upgrades Miami now to make a run at you know at that final spot. So that was um, that one was was big for me because you know I didn't know Miami was really in the market, and I didn't know they can pull that trade off for a little or nothing.
5: Pat Riley, man, that that that, that that's why you trust them. That's why you yeah. go over there and you sign. And, 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 you know, just thinking of their starting lineup, I think that they arguably have the best starting one through five lineup in the NBA. Or, no, I'm sorry. Ooh, let me take that back. I meant in the <laughs>
4: East.
5: I meant in the East. I, I, because, look, you, you talking about Drogic. He was third-team All-NBA. This, this guy is a baller, bona fide. And now that he, like, like Ken just said, he's going to play point guard. We know that. And this is going to be kind of his squad. It's going to be crazy. Then you have D-Wade, still a top five shooting guard when healthy. We just don't know when that is. Um, Then we got Luau Dang, which is a three and D type of player. And, you know, even at a further reduced role now, I think that that makes him even more valuable. Um, Then you have Bosch. And then you have, you know, the 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 – the needle in the haystack could sound white side. You know, uh, this guy has a top-five turn in the NBA, and I think that Miami did make uh, a, a big jump um, by getting Drogic. I think it completes that, that starting five
4: for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm I like definitely. It. Go ahead, go ahead.
4: Now, I was
5: going to say, because um, I'm over here watching the game. Yo, somebody just already give Sam Presti the, 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 the trophy. And the accolades for 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 executive year, because this guy has been able to remake this OKC this OKC team around his two stars and and, and keep them very competitive, man. Yo, Sam. Between drafting and making moves, man, Sam preston has been that guy. I'm sorry, I just had phone to number
1: to call in six four six four seven eight. Zero three five six again six four six four seven eight zero three five six. A special edition of Dead End Sports uh, tonight. We're talking about the NBA trade deadline and we're grading That's the good. winners and losers. Um, just real quick, Thank man. You. One of the things that Thank kind you. of stood out to me, um, and it doesn't make this team any better or worse, I guess, uh, was KG, man, Kevin Garnett going home, going back to Minnesota, the place where it all started for him. Uh, traded back to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, like I said, it's not going to help them make the playoffs or anything by any stretch of imagination, but you got an old veteran in Kevin Garnett, a guy who's been around the block, been an all-star, future Hall of Famer, uh, NBA champion. Um, what more can you say about him? And then to, have, to be able to pair him up with the young gun, uh, Andrew Wiggins, much like himself, uh, almost nearly 20 years ago, came into the league, uh, you know, and just... KG tore up the scene when he came into the league and, and uh, and, and, and you know, his young boy is doing the same thing and Andrew Wiggins. And, and, you know, to have a guy like that to be a mentor, I saw late this afternoon that the T-Wolves actually want KG to sign a two-year extension. So they want him to play and they want him to be around for a while. So it's not a situation where they just wanted to bring him in and he's just going to be there or whatever like that and, and just finish out his career. uh um you know right this season i i think he has another year left on his deal i'm not sure um but i do know that they they want him to sign to play at least two more years and if i'm not mistaken kg's probably around 37 38 something like that so um but i think that's a good field story at least for me um good to see Kevin Garnett go back i know he is very very beloved in the twin cities um having spent some time there myself Uh, a few years back working there and living there for briefly um they love kg up there man and i think uh to see him go back there and like i said it's not necessarily going to equate in any more wins or losses but just his presence and, and being there with a young guy like andrew wiggins i think you know sky sky would be the limit for you know what they can what they would be able to accomplish um before we jump to the phone lines, let me read let me just run down some of the trades that happened because we got on here and just started talking and I know we only have an hour, we got forty minutes left. Um the Thunder trade traded Ishmael to the Pelicans. Um, like I said, it was thirty seven so I'm not gonna go through all of them, but there was thirty seven uh players that were dealt uh today. Uh Sixers traded K J McDaniels to the Rockets for Isaiah Cannon and a second round pick. Uh the Rockets traded uh Alex Alexi Shevd <laughs> for for uh to the Knicks for Pro- uh, Pablo Brignani. Uh let's see. The Celtics Prigiani. traded eight did, did I pronounce that right?
5: No, Prigioni.
1: Oh Prigioni, okay.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I told you I was drinking, man. Uh, <laughs> uh let's see. Tayshawn Prince goes back to the Pistons. Uh, so that's that's a good look for y'all B. Tayshon Press leaving the Celtics going back to the Pistons. Uh for Jonas Jericho and Gigi Tatum. I Any I never even heard of these dudes before. Um <laughs> the Bucks had a uh a three team deal with the Suns. Um they sent the Suns got, acquired Brandon Knight and Kendall Marshall. Uh the Bucks received Michael Carter Williams, Miles Plumley and Tyler Ennis, And the Sixers uh secured a first-round pick, uh, 2015 first-round pick. The Suns um, got the Drogic brothers, uh, Goran and Zoran Drogic. Uh, they they sent them to the Miami Heat, uh, and the Heat, excuse me, the Suns picked up Danny Granger, John Salmos, and a 2017 first-round pick. Uh, the Pelicans also in that deal received backup point guard Nor- Norris Cole, uh, Sean Williams, and Justin Hamilton. Uh Suns traded for Isaiah Thomas. Um, Isaiah Thomas goes to the uh, Celtics, and Marcus Thornton goes to the Suns in a 2016 pick. And rounding out some of the trades, the Pistons traded uh, for Reggie Jackson. The Pistons will receive Reggie Jackson. The Thunder received Ennis Cantor, Kyle Singler, DJ Augustine, and Steve Novak. And the Jazz received Big Kendrick Perkins, Grant Jarrett, and a protective first-round pick. Uh, and I also mentioned the Kevin Garnett deal Kevin Garnett going to the Timberwolves and the Nets will receive Thaddeus Young also Andre Miller was traded to the uh, Kings for Ramon Sessions and JaVale McGee uh, Mr. Shaq a Fool <laughs> is going to the 76ers and a 2015 first round pick uh, for Sink Al- Alcohol I'm just going to say his name is Alcohol I don't know um, and last but not least, the Nuggets traded Aaron Aflalo. Uh They traded Aaron Aflalo to the Trailblazers for Al- and Alonzo G. And the Nuggets will receive Will Barton, Victor Claver, and Thomas Robinson. Thomas Robinson is an interesting cat man because this dude has been in the league, I think, like three or three years, and he's been on four teams already. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, nonetheless, there you have the rundown right there. Um, we got a call on the line. We got the six-man on the line. Let's jump to the phone. Six-man Q, what up, boy? Man. <laughs> oh, God is good all the
4: time.
3: What's oh. good with y'all. <laughs> what, up? what
4: up, Q? What up, Q? Um. What up,
0: Q? Hey, man, I need you to make sense of what Philly is doing because I don't want <laughs> to. Philly got a lot of picks.
3: Uh, you mean it makes sense of this alright third pick in the draft belongs to the Sixers. if all goes according to plan they get the sixth pick in, in the draft if all goes according to plan they get the heats pick at 16 in the draft if all goes according to plan they get the 19th pick in the draft from, from Thunder that's the point of all this that's the point so, so let me ask you this let me
2: ask you this Q are y'all trying to draft the whole Kentucky squad this year We're trying to get half of
3: them, at at least. We're trying to get, like, at least half the first round. You get
2: a pick, and you get a pick, and we get a
3: pick. All right, Oprah going to hand out all our picks and whatnot. No, like, all right, let me tell you what's going on. Um, I knew MCW was going to get traded at one point. I was not, you know, not like, uh, I wasn't hating it. But I was just like, you know what? If we can get him for a good price, and I mean, that's that's just, that's what you gotta do. Sam Pinky has never been in love with Mike Carter Williams. When we started to realize that he couldn't shoot, and he had a lot of he had a bad shot selection, everyone was like, okay, maybe he's not the future for us. And the like the only trade that makes no sense is um, KJ KJ McDaniels going to Houston. That makes no sense to me uh, because KJ signed a one year deal. And because he was like, this is Philly. I don't trust y'all. Y'all probably won't even use me. And he was smart because he's on a one-year deal. He bet on himself. And he's going to Houston to play for a contender. And I think he's going to be one of the best players on their team because he can fly for real. I don't hate the MCW uh, trade at all. I actually like it uh, because even if I think it's protected, so even if we do not get the sixth pick in this draft, I think it's protected for one through three next year. So if the Lakers don't get a top three pick next year, which is very unlikely because, you know, the NBA hates the Lakers right now, then we get their pick four through whatever. And I don't – here's the thing. His his his, thing, man. The Sixers, what they are doing is they're playing the long game. To the the untrained eye, to the people who are not following us, they look at this and they say, this is terrible. You just traded away rookie of the year. To the Sixers, they're saying we have four first-round picks. We have a potential to get a D'Angelo Russell, and Emmanuel Moutier, a Justice Winslow, a Jerry and Grant, Montrezl Harrell, and who God knows who else we could get. They're looking at that Cause obviously, what we've just seen today is that Nerlens Noel and Joel Embiid are the center centerpieces of this franchise for right now. So what we're playing right now is we're playing the game where we're not going to try to be like the Knicks and pray that our superstar is going to lead us to the promised land with nothing around him. We're not going to be like the Hornets and sign a guy who obviously couldn't play for real and then just become an utter disappointment and embarrassment. We're not going to be like those teams that try to put together makeshift squads in just to get bounced out of the first round every year, like the Hawks were before Budenholzer came in and changed their entire life. We're trying to be a team that, from top to bottom, there's no weak point. There's no weak point in the roster where we could just switch out a player like Kentucky or the San Antonio Spurs and just play. That's what we're trying to do. We're not trying to be like these teams that, you know, oh, sign Carmelo to all this money and then don't even make the playoffs, are competing for a lot of picks. Now they're saying Carmelo needs micro surgery on his knees. He has arthritic. Like, it's terrible for them. But All the Knicks fans seem to think that Jalil Okafor is going to save them and Marcus Gasol is going to sign. Kawhi Leonard and everyone under the sun is going to be a Knick next year for some reason. What we're doing is playing the long game. KJ McDaniel's trade makes no sense to me, but that's for a second-round pick but just know that the, the Sixers have four first round picks and five second round picks this draft.
0: All right, man. Well, see see that that's why we have you on the show Q, because you can make sense of it. I'm not following I don't care about the Sixers enough to follow them in depth like that. That's that's why you, you, you that's that's why you're here, man, cuz I I didn't, I didn't I didn't get any of it, especially when I saw KJ Matthews you know was I you know
1: I get it. And I get I feel what it, it you know what? It makes a little bit more sense what Q is saying. I just don't know that the way that the NBA salary is, salary cap is structured. Yeah, it's almost like like a couple of and I don't even know if it was a couple of years. Maybe it was last year. Remember when in the NFL draft when Bill Belichick was stocking all these draft picks and everything like that? And people were just like, well, why is he trading down? Why?" Is I mean, he was just accumulating more and more picks. And, you know, obviously mm-hmm. it paid off for them. um you know, this season as far as winning the Super Bowl, but you know, he still has a, a good he still has a good amount of, of, of picks, you know, in upcoming drafts. I guess the question I have is is that as, as you stockpile all of those picks and you, you you obviously have to draft pieces you have to draft well first and foremost, because you gotta draft pieces that will fit. But are you confident that the Sixers can keep the talent that they have, because all of these guys are young, and their contracts are all going to come up at the same time. Yeah, you know why? Because the
3: Sixers are almost fined for being that low under the salary cap. The Sixers literally had to absorb the development um, of a Geese contract, otherwise they would be fine. They have enough money to sign these guys.
5: It's not even that. It's the fact that, look, the NBA wants their stars to stay where they're drafted. That's the reason why the CBA is structured the way that it is. It's the reason why the hometown team who, who owns that player's bird rights can offer one more year and 20 more million dollars, you know, per year. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that. that's the reason why it's, it's, it's bargaining like that, because they don't want stars to just up and bounce. And if you are going to up and bounce, you're going to lose some money. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There, 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 there's some risk there, so I think Philly, um, like, like like you said, the two untouchables there are Noel and Embiid. At least for now, that is what their that's their foundation. So with that being said, they're gonna be a year from each other in terms of re-signing, but that's fine. Like how many? That's a good problem to have. To have two max contract guys. You know what I'm saying? That you drafted. That's a great problem to have. They make it three. You know what I'm saying? Um, at the end of the day, they'll, they'll figure out a way. And, and and that's the reason why you have assets. Do you know that they have, I think, it's like 14 first-round picks, like in the next couple of years? So what happens if Embiid and Noel start to really progress and start to blossom? Now you have all of these first-round picks that you can unload to go get you some veterans, some overpriced veterans or whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can still make moves because now you have that foundation and you also have assets to move when that that foundation is, is solid enough that they can really propel you to the promised land. Now that's when you start to move all of these future assets to make them viable at that point in time.
3: Look, look, and another thing I want to add on, for those who are confused by the process, look at the Denver Nuggets. The Denver Nuggets are going nowhere fast. They're going nowhere fast. They have a tweener in Kenneth Faria. I love his energy. I love his defense. But he's not developing an offense. You have Ty Lawson, who's on his way out the door. You have a Flalo, who's now in Portland. And you have a coach and a GM who don't have a direction that they're trying to go in. The Sixers are in the business of one year just everyone wakes up and the Sixers are contending. That's what we're in the business of. It's, gonna, it's not going to be pretty. The how how do you think they're going
1: to be contending when they haven't, they, they haven't done anything?
3: You got to – because you, when you think of – I don't, don't know you I want to know. You know, I, I content,
1: know. Co- you know be, being better, yes. Contending, I don't see that. What contending, you mean, like in the next five years? Or you mean like – Contending, Mexico?
3: Yeah. And
1: yeah, and man. Within like Within the next five years.
5: Look, you, you, have to look at, you have to look at it like this, uh, Kyle. Basketball is the only sport that you really talk into the future like it's almost part of it. Right, right, right. Because, right. because, because, because you almost have to. Because these guys come in so young. Embiid and Nerlens are both 18, 19-year-old kids. They're kids. They're not men. Like, physically, they are not grown men. Look at Anthony Davis. Not saying that that's what he's going to be, but... Right. Physically, three years, it's going to take them three, especially especially Nerland. It, 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 he's already strong. He just doesn't have the physical side. Three years, these guys are going to be wrecking havoc in the NBA. And if you project, you see where the player is now, and you see what he already has that's not teachable and what he can add to his game, that's why Embiid is so scary because he has so many intangibles. He has soft touch. Footwork, IQ, athleticism, block like blocking, translate, rebounding, translate directly from college. All of the top shot blockers and rebounders that he's, come into he's the NBA. He's been playing still for four
3: years. He's been playing basketball professionally, like like really been in the business of playing it for like. First off, and the NBA's only been playing for like uh, six months. He's been only pe- picking up a basketball for four years. Nando Noel leads the league in rim protection. He's nineteen years old. He's top five in players who affect the defense. Like this is this is an advanced stat for the amount of points that are scored when the players on the floor. He's top five in that. And you know who else is in that category? People like Anthony Davis, Tim Duncan, Marcus Gasol. Those are veteran players. Those are guys who've been in the league for a couple of years, and he's already in the top five for that. You've got people like Jeremy Grant from Syracuse, who everyone said is just going to be a tweener. He's six seven. He can't even shoot. He's he not 20 that. in box. He's shooting. But he still can't shoot. I mean, you he said it. you talking about shoot. He
1: can't shoot. You, that he doesn't speak shoot. anything. It's he he can
3: shoot. In, in, his, in his three years in Syracuse, he only made two threes. I believe he is 21 for 27 in his threes. And I think he is 64% from the three-point line. And he's top 20 in three-point percentage. Robert Covington is top 20 in three-point percentage. These are pieces that are going to translate. And that guy from the D-League, these are pieces that are going to translate. And if we come up one day and everyone starts to play good, we have picks that we can trade for a, a superstar. Like, somebody comes out, you know, like, regardless. Like, if somebody is, like, a superstar on the market, we can trade a lot of these picks and maybe a couple players to get this superstar and rise up to the top. The Sixers' plan is not going to be pretty. It's not going to make sense to those who don't follow it, but to those who follow analytics and to those who are going to be interested in seeing teams like turn from just straight ashy to classy, please stay watching <laughs> us because I'm telling you it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, to that biggie, man. He went biggie on us. man ashy, um... uh, For real. Yeah, well, I, I I'll be watching, man. They 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 these guys they playing like NBA 2K for real in real life.
3: I mean, do you all <laughs> even realize that the Sixers that the Sixers have the lineup of Michael Carter Williams and this was just us with with people that, that we didn't even want. The lineup of Michael Carter Williams, Robert Covington, KJ McDaniels, Jeremy Grant, and Earlis Noel is a top five defensive starting five, and. Just overall, where and we I think we were a top thirteen defense these last four months. That shows you Brett Brown's instilling a defense in these people. Like these guys okay. want to play I, basketball.
1: I feel you on that. Okay, so now let's let's move past this. So we talked about the Sixers. Let's go to let's go to actually to 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 breaking this draft not draft breaking this trade these, this trade deadline down. And I'll start first with you, FIFO. Uh, who do you think won today? What, what teams or what players do you think won if if you had to declare a winner, per se?
5: Um, I alluded to it uh, earlier on with Sam Presti. OKC has down won uh, the trade deadline, and that's the reason why I was saying that he needs a lot of praise. I think uh, Danny Ferry also needs the same amount of praise. He put that whole Atlanta squad together, but I think OKC won the trade deadline. You're talking about getting deeper at every position. You know what I'm saying? Um you go get Enos Cancer, you go get Steve Novak. Uh you go get who the other two that they got? Um the two big
2: ones. Um
5: Um b j Augustine and you get um Kyle
2: Singler. They had Kyle Singler yeah. So so
5: so so now you replace Reggie Jackson with I think an even better backup point guard. Because Reggie Jackson, the way he plays, he plays more like a starting point guard. Like he needs more shots, he needs more value. He he's more of a score first guy. DJ Augustine is going to come in gel, and he's already he he's already played with KD at Texas, so you know they already have that relationship. I like what OKC did. They are deep. They are going to. And, and, and you know what? And, and I've and, and this is another reason why I love Dennis. What? Because everything I say is recorded. I think that if OKC gets that A seed, they make the finals. It is easier for them to oh, go oh, from the oh.
4: Are you serious? I've
5: been said it. Yes. Yeah,
4: I'm,
0: I'm with him on that too.
4: It, oh, it gets easier. Hell, for them you're not I
5: totally
0: disagree. So, it, so you're you're saying that if OKC gets the A seed and they
1: got to go up against the best team in the West, the Golden mm-hmm. State Warriors, the team who has the best work mm-hmm. in the NBA right now, mm-hmm. you're saying that mm-hmm. they would beat them in a in a seven game series? Yes. yes. Oh man, yeah, yeah. We, we we definitely got to get together I agree. And watch these games. I agree. I'm not, I'm
5: not buying that no, no, no. Here, at all. Wait, wait, wait. I agree, bro. Here, here, here's the thing. I'm not, I'm not championing OKC for winning it all. I just said if they get the AC, that that would be the easiest route for them to get to the championship because it would get easier. The rounds will get easier for them. They're playing lower seeds as they continue to go on. You beat the best. If you could beat the best in the first round, you could beat anybody. Mm-hmm. Is, is what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and I'm not all the way giving it just to Golden State. OKC is OKC. Russell Westbrook yeah. and KD—that—that—that's arguably the best one, uh, you know, one-two duo in the NBA. So, I agree um, right. with
1: what you said, Fifo. I agree. I agree that I think they may have been one of the biggest, if not the biggest, winner to date. But right now they're sitting at number nine, if I'm not mistaken. So they'll get in.
3: Yeah. When I hey, Phoenix, look, look, look. just dumped off Isaiah Thomas, they're definitely going to beat them. I
1: really mean, Phoenix had like 20,000 guards. So I, I was I, Was I, I, anybody I surprised to see win. them unload both of their guards?
3: Yeah. I was. Um, I, think. I was surprised that they even yeah. signed Isaiah Thomas in the first place, and all they got being yeah, him was
0: like a player.
3: I don't even know why they signed especially him. Especially after, after they gave blood to all that. that
4: yeah. Because
0: they don't know what the hell they're doing. I said it on Twitter. They have no uh, direction. Yeah, I mean, come on, you 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 know you had this guy Drogic, and you have Bledsoe, um, I I I didn't I didn't really get that move, and then you try to trade Thomas to keep Drogic, and Drogic was like, nah, I'm not having it. So then all of a sudden you don't kind of tick Thomas off, so you you decide to get rid of him too. Now look, they got Brandon Knight and that's a good player, but at the same time it's like your your the decisions you made. Were centered around those three guys, and now, you know, you have to unload them because you don't take them all mm-hmm. off. It just didn't make any sense to me.
4: Mm-hmm. So,
0: no doubt. And No it, doubt. What, what about you, B? Uh, who was the winner today? Who were some of the bigger winners
1: you think today?
2: Yeah, I mean, I agree with people. OKC is, is – is, and I said this. I was like, man, they need to get rid of Kendrick Perkins because he's just like an offensive liability. Now they got uh, Enos Cantor. He's a good low post scorer. He's someone that, that that got you know nice little spots down on the, on the low post on the low post, um, you know, and you, and you extend that bench somewhere with Kyle Singler and DJ Augustine and Steve Novak. Got a couple of shooters out there that can come in and still get you some good offense off the bench. So I, I mean, I thought it was all in all, um, OKC okay, yeah, they, they did great and they didn't give up. They didn't give up that much that was just gonna really hurt them. I mean, you know, a future first round draft pick and what else? That was that is about that's pretty much about it. Yeah, you know, Kendrick Perkins. Uh, Grant Jarrett, they, I mean, I, I they, didn't really, they didn't really give up like stuff that was hurting the roster, so I think OKC definitely got the better deal of that three three team trade for the, um, um, Utah and Detroit. So mm-hmm. yeah, OKC winner. So Talk about their bench. You got ho- hold on. on, no, go
6: ahead, people.
5: Look, 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 look at the lineup off of the bench. You got DJ Augustine, Dion Waiter, Waiters. Waiters, uh, yeah. Who who really plays the three? It it don't matter. They you, oh, you got Mitch and Gary. Oh you got Kyle Singler, Mitch Singler, Gary yeah. and, and even Cancer perfect. off the bench. Bruh, that's a problem. And then you got shooters. They got test pieces. So 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 to me this puts all the pressure on Scott Brooks. All the pre- if he don't make it work, man, he's out of there. He's out of there. Got to.
1: What about you, Ken? Uh who who was the winner or, or
0: some winners today? Man, it's it's hard to argue against um, against OKC. I, I'm still going to give some some shine a little light on on on, uh, on the Miami Heat, man, for what they managed to to pull out and get a guy that averages 18 and five. You know, um, and, and they really needed some pieces to kind of make that make that system go. But um, they they definitely didn't win the the, the trade deadline. You, you can't look at OKC OKC and see that they. They uh, first they already had waiters and then they brought in Enos Cantor who was unhappy in Utah, but the guy the guy can play, and um and, and there's you know that 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 we know. So then you get Kyle Singler and then you get DJ Augustin who who can come off the bench and just light people up because he's so quick, um and, and and he replaces Reggie Jackson. He's comfortable coming off the bench. So now you don't have this guy to disgruntle. On top of that. You know, there were reports that Reggie Jackson had basically worn out his welcome in OKC, so now you get a chance to yeah. build some team chemistry and team unity uh, down the stretch. So all of that said, I mean I would be foolish not to say O K C um it, you know, it didn't come out on top here. Um but yeah, and I'm I'm totally with people, man. Like, look at all of these pieces, look at this team now. You know that they have, and if they just get the A C, which they will get, how Bro, can they not it. beat the Golden Absolutely. State Warriors? Because I think they'll match up well with them. You still got KD, you still got Russell Westbrook, and now you got all these pieces around them. Come on, man! Like I can see them, I can see them getting out of the West. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm co of that too. I'm not
1: co-signing. I couldn't. I, I think it's going to be an uphill battle for them to to make it you know when especially when you consider you know meshing the talent
5: and, and then
1: you gotta me first and foremost, you understand this as a talent evaluator that you are fifo you have to not only just bring in the talent but the talent has to mesh and you know in theory you don't really have as much time as we think they do, and that's not to say that they can't get it done because they got two horses. And, and Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. And the thing that I love about this team is that when one has gone down, the other has been more than capable of stepping up and carrying the, carrying the load. That being said, the West is a gauntlet. So I think it would bode well for them to get out of that eighth seed. Now, could they do it? I think they could. But going making a run to the finals, nah, I, don't, I don't see it I, because I think – if they could move up or position themselves because it's 30-something games left of them, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, I think if they position themselves, they could probably climb as high maybe as a six. But I, getting if they fall in that eight slot, I'm not giving them a chance but, but in hell at beating
5: Golden State in the seventh seed. In the sixth seed, who are you playing in the first round? You're playing the third seed, right? Right. Who's the third seed right now?
3: Portland. Portland. Portland.
5: If if I'm OKC, okay, I rather take the eight seed because here's the thing. Let's get Golden State out the way. Let, let let let's go in there. Let's play them. They're the best. They don't they don't think that we're gonna win. You're you're gonna have motivation. It's us against them. It's us against the world. Nobody's giving us a chance. We got formal MVP. We got All Star Game MVP this year. Let's go out here and hoop. If they knock them out, then you know they play the fourth or fifth seed. You see what I'm saying? They play the lower seed. It becomes easier for them. It becomes easier because after, if you, if they can beat Golden State, right? Then you're playing either Houston or
0: the Clippers. I'm
5: taking OKC against either one of those teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and and you know what else,
0: people? And you know what else? What Remember, part of their record now, part of this eight seed, is because Westbrook. And Durant were hurt to start the beginning of the year, of course, so yeah, now course. that they're, he- we don't even know what they could have been if those guys were healthy
5: so 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 t-
0: they definitely would have been an a c seven A C so, so of course
5: not of course. but for me the the Western Conference finals is most right. likely going to come down to Oklahoma City and the Memphis Grizzlies, and in that one, I am taking o k c because k d wants some revenge, not only do they have Jeff Green. But this is the series that that y'all call me Mister Unreliable. Oh, I'm about to drop fifty tonight, in, and and yep. in this whole series, so I'm taking OKC, especially if they get the AC. I want them to to, to hold on to the AC. It's going to get easier for them, man. That second round will be easier if they hold and beat Golden State in that first round.
1: No doubt, no doubt. We shall hmm. see. I think. Um, I agree with you guys. I think one of the winners was definitely OKC. Um as far as the trades for today. Uh, I thought it was also, you know, to to go with Ken, I think that Miami Heat uh, bringing in uh, Dragic, I think that was good too because I think he's a guy who was, you know, he's right there on the fringe or at least was on the fringe last year of making the All-Star, probably should have made the All-Star team last year um, and, you know, fell out of favor in Phoenix. And, and, you know, we don't know what Phoenix's management is, but to get a guy like that to pair him up with D. Wade and Chris Bosh, um You get a healthy ding. Um, I think that helps Miami as far as their playoff run. But I think Miami's – how far Miami can go, if they can get out of the first round, all of that's going to depend on what you can get out of D-Wade. So, and only Ken knows that. So, um, (laughs) he's the only one who knows how healthy D-Wade is or isn't. So, um, but, yeah, man, I I, I think uh, these are some good trades. Was anybody – and we got another call we're going to jump to in a second – um, was anybody, let me go around the room, was anybody surprised that there weren't any trades that would make a contend w and, and I, I don't want to count OKC as a contender, because right now they're at the bottom, relatively speaking, but like none of the, the bigger teams, the teams that are out front made that move. Like we talked about on the show, um, I think B mentioned it on Tuesday, talked about the year that the Pistons won in O four when they made the deal for Uh, Rashid Wallace, and that was the trade that put them over the hump. Are you surprised that there wasn't that kind of trade to a contender to put them over the hump? There's been talk here, there's been rumors of swirling about Ray Allen coming out of retirement, playing for Cleveland. Of course, that would help. Um, And then, you know, there's been some other trades leading up to the trade deadline, but is anybody surprised that there was not that big move to a contender?
0: I think it already happened real quick, and I think Cleveland made the move earlier in the year.
1: Okay. With uh yeah. Which which move were you talking
0: about, Ken? The, all
4: J.R. of the J.R. trades Kniffen. they made. Yeah. Okay. Some
0: not separate. Yeah.
5: Miles Goff. And and you know what? Um I, I think Dallas did the same thing with Rondo and Amari. Um, uh, I, I think I think those are moves to kind of put you over the top, especially in, in the Western Conference playoffs. And let's not understate Aaron Aflalo to Portland. I think I think oh, that's Jeff. a really big Jeff. move. And yeah, it's a very big pickup. I don't think that he, that Portland's getting enough credit for it. And Alonzo G, uh, he's a long, wiry, athletic wing defender. Um, and you're going to need that, man. You're, you know, you don't know who you're going to see in the West. You know what I'm saying? As long as you get in, you don't care really where you are. But, you know, in the West, you're going to have perimeter guys that, that that can get buckets. And you need guys that are defensive-minded. Um, and Aaron Flalo, man, he can play. Like, you can go small now. You know what I'm saying? I think that that's the type of versatility that he gives you because you can play Wesley Matthews and Aaron Aflalo together with Batum at the four and the Marcus at the five. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go super small because there's teams out here that like to do that. You can go big, and if you need a little bit more defense, and you're not losing shooting. You see what I'm saying? So, with him out there, it's, it's not like he's a liability uh, to, to not make shots and, and spread the court. So, I really like what Portland did. I think that solidifies them for, for the championship run. I think
3: Goran Dragic was pretty big. I think Goran Dragic was pretty big. I think that makes him a contender for easy Commerce Finals, for real. like I think I think if D-Way can stay healthy, which he says he is now, uh, I think the emergence of Hassan Whiteside turned into a, just a block monster, rebound monster. It's ridiculous. Luau Deng. he's been consistent this year. Bosch has been playing at an all-star level. I think that to note, you know, one thing that no one really is talking about, this is really D-Wade's first time in his entire NBA career, and this is crazy to me. This is the first time D-Wade has really had a point guard. His entire mm-hmm. NBA career. Think about it. He's never. Who's he at? Wow. Who's yeah. he at? Jason Williams? The, the, the Jason Williams? The, the freaking shell of Jason Williams? Nor Carlos I mean, Arroyo? I mean, come on, man. Like, Bibby, the shell you of Bibby. Like,
5: I, I think you're overstating them a little bit because their bench is still very, 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 very weak. Yeah, and let's be honest, there's four way better teams than them in the east so i think at at best they max out in the second round i don't think they get yeah, beyond Get to the second round, round i
1: think is an accomplishment for miami
6: mm-hmm.
5: uh let before we well, let's jump to the phone right line down. we
1: got a we got a caller calling in let's go to eight three one eight three one you're on with dead end sports what's your name where you calling from
6: what's up it's nico back from cali
3: nico what's up hey,
6: man? man i'm heated Oh yeah. that was a that was a bad pun, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. Nico, no, you you're a Suns fan, it. right? Yeah, I. <laughs> that was the that was the worst idea we ever had. Getting rid of I, the Drajic, Dragic was gonna go either way. I was finally right, right. We got we got what we wanted for we got two first round picks, and I like Granger, and I don't I don't know too much about the other two, but. After seeing what OKC did, I was like, damn, we just lost our A spot. There it is. There it goes. <laughs> and then, I don't know, what the hell, is it, what we were doing with Isaiah, trading, because Marcus Thornton, he's he's okay. I mean, but I don't see the point of that trade at all.
0: Yeah, he's he's o- You're right. He's okay. He's all right. You got, but, you got Brandon Knight.
6: I like Brand. I like Brandon and I. I think like that's why I said. like I think that's a good replacement for Drogic. Like I think we made up for Drogic, but everything else after that, man. We we don't we have no one. We don't we lost our one of our bigs in Plumlee that we didn't really replace. Um, so I don't know what we we're doing. Our front office, I don't know what they're doing. But Cfo and Ken, let, let me tell you uh, Let me tell y'all why the Thunder aren't going to make the finals this year. Oh, tell them, man. Tell them. <laughs> tell them, son. First, all right. First of all, if they're the A-C, then Golden State's the ones. All right, I could see them getting past Golden State just because Golden State lives or dies by the three. But if they play Memphis, and people, you talking about KD going out for revenge. Memphis Memphis is, Memphis is was one Reggie Jackson outburst and one terrible NBA decision of suspending Zach Randolph away from winning that right. series last year. Right. But, I agree. I you say, me, but, Reggie but, saved them that last year.
3: But there's so much deeper now.
6: Yeah, but too, so but so are so the Grizzlies. Grizzlies are much
1: better well, than the. Not
3: really, man. Not really. Not and the, you know, you know, start. the Grizzlies
1: are the. I think the Grizzlies have the second best record second. in the West. And um, mm-hmm. they're, they're tough, man. They don't get a lot of ink, and a lot of people don't they talk play about. Them.
3: House defense. They're oh my gosh! Them.
5: They beat the hell out of you too. No, no, they're they're, they're they're deep. Jeff, that's what Jeff Green did for them. And here's the thing: if o k c gonna play great Memphis, and if Memphis finishes second, the earliest OKC is going to see them is in the conference finals. They're not going to see them second round. Number one doesn't play number two in the second round.
1: That's assuming you know, that they? everything, all things considered, they hold true.
5: What, yeah, like, what, like I can we're, see we're OKC in the playoff seed. picture today. Playoff picture. I mean, today, if we're talking Oklahoma about playoff picture today, then
6: the Suns are playing.
5: <laughs> no, they're not.
4: Oklahoma, no, Oklahoma, Oklahoma City
5: is Exactly, puts them over Phoenix. So Oklahoma City is eighth right now. So looking at the playoff picture right now, we got Golden State one, Memphis two, Portland three, Houston four, Clippers five, Dallas six, San Antonio seventh, Oklahoma City eight.
6: See, they, here's if all right, if they play if they play uh, Golden State and beat them,
4: mm-hmm. they
6: would play. Who would they play after that? Probably Houston, Houston or Houston? the Clippers. Houston, exactly. the Clippers.
5: Houston or the Clippers? Exactly. Oklahoma City can be Where are the Spurs at
6: right now? Spurs yeah, they I think are seventh. So they're seventh. Seven, yeah. at first. See, the Spurs, the Spurs could easily jump up to like four or five though by the end of the season.
0: What well, we're Spurs talking about
5: day? right now? <laughs> yeah, we're talking about right now, today, today, right now. The playoffs started. Oklahoma City's going to the Western Conference Finals.
6: Oh, sorry. I di- I disagree. I disagree. But, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> hey, but at, hey. the, at the end of the at the end of the day, not to take your line, people, But uh, at the end of the day, I do think they that they won when it comes to the trade deadline today. Absolutely. But uh, just another team that y'all didn't mention, or maybe you did. I, I don't know. I kind of joined in kind of late. Was uh, the Bucks? Yeah. Yeah, they're, we mentioned the Bucks. They're yeah. They're 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 stacked. As far as defense and width goes, because their they're player right now with the shortest wingspan is Michael Carter Williams of their probable potential starters, not including Jabari, because he's out. <laughs> his wingspan is six seven. Anthony Cuthbert is seven four. Jabari is six eleven. Henson is seven five, and Miles only is a uh, seven foot wingspan. They're 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 not going to be easy to score on. Yeah, that's true, that's man. That is so true.
1: It, yeah. it's, and you gotta you gotta give you know and people mentioned it earlier. I think uh, you gotta give Jason Kidd a lot of credit, man. Uh, people yeah. you know they didn't like how things played out in, in Brooklyn, and you know there was rumors. That people thought, okay, well maybe this guy really can't coach. But to lose Jabari Parker as early as he did, and to have this team fighting and scrapping every, you know each week, uh, night in and night out, and to be where they're sitting now. And then once they made these moves, I mean, I, I'm liking what the Bucks. I mean, they don't get a lot of national attention, but I'm liking what the Bucks have done.
4: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hey, we up
1: against the break. Manico, man, thanks for calling in, brother. We definitely appreciate it, man. Yeah, All right, man. appreciate you guys. Peace. 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 Phone number Nico call six four six four seven eight zero three five six. Man, we only got like four minutes left, man. Any anybody,
4: anybody got anything they want to get off their chest real quick? Uh, Summary of uh, winners,
3: losers, whatever you want to talk Can about. Thank um, you the losers, man. man. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick, losers. losers. Uh, Q, give us a man. Losers. Brooklyn, New York, LA, yeah. y'all are some losers, man. Y'all are some losers because Brooklyn, you are the team that the Sixers are not trying to beat. A team with no direction, with a bunch of aging superstars who are, sport or are shells of their former self. Darren Williams should be ashamed of himself, and the Brooklyn organization should be ashamed of themselves because the months we have been hearing about, oh, Brooke Lopez going somewhere, Darren Williams going somewhere, Joe Johnson going somewhere, and you ended the trade deadline with none of those people going anywhere. Losers. That Knicks absolute <laughs> losers. KG hey, went back home? I mean, like the Knicks are absolute losers. Carmelo's going under microfracture surgery. He might not be the same player ever well, again. we are talking about the trades,
1: cute? I know, but what about you? What, like what about you, they, they, they they B? Wait, wait, about Drogic. B? Drogic. Hold, Hold you on, Q. Man. Let, let me get B. B, what about you? Losers.
2: Oh. Losers. Um Damn, I'm thinking about who all made trades and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I guess, I guess Utah. I now, mean, I guess for what they got, I will say Utah Jazz. You got Kendrick Perkins okay. and and
4: what uh, a uh, second round.
2: On. Yeah, second round draft pick uh, from Detroit and what else? That's it, right? I mean Utah. Yeah. Utah didn't get Utah didn't Utah didn't get much. I will say Utah. All
1: right, we got about 90 seconds. c 4 what about you, losers?
2: Uh,
5: losers, I'm with Q, man. Brooklyn, what the hell you doing? you paying $20 million to a backup point guard. You have another point guard on there, Jerry Jack. You got Brooke Lopez that can't stay healthy. You have Joe Johnson that's the most atrocious contract in the NBA, and you got rid of nothing. Uh, you are the biggest loser. Goodbye.
0: Ken, what about you? Same for the reasons they, elo- uh, they spoke of uh, so well, so I'm going to just roll with that. Nets. Yeah,
1: I, I'm a, I'm a round it out, man. The Nets, man. Jason, I'm st- I'm not sorry, Jason. Darren Williams, man, he's like that 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 line in, in Takeover, man. Went from top ten to not mentioned at all. I mean, he's just terrible right now. Um, they're definitely a loser today. Uh, that's gonna do it for this week, man. Uh, want to thank everybody for tuning in. Remember, if you miss any parts of tonight's abbreviated show, uh, you can check out the archives at blogtalkradio.com backslash sports. You can also check us out on Stitcher as well as iTunes. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday night, full fledged two hours. Me, Ken, Beezy FIFO, Six Man Q, and everybody else. Uh, make sure that you hit us up. Social media. Check out our website, DeadEndSports.com. Hit us up, YouTube.com/blacksheds. Dead End Sports. That's going to do it for tonight. We'll holler at you next week. Peace. We out of here. Sixes. Oh
3: Lord.
4: Ah. <laughs> Look at that. No, no one.